the tea is going to be hot. Hi, I'm Whitney Madike, and you are listening to my Life So Far podcast. My life diary to all the lessons I've learned along the way. Here is my life so far. Hi everyone, today I'm going to be talking about relationship red flags with my first and special guest, Hannah, and I hope you enjoyed this. I am single and currently dating here and there. Well, not in these COVID-19 times, but you get the point. With every seemingly successful or hopeful relationship that comes my way, there are red flags that I look out for and some that I learn along the way. Hannah, I want you to introduce yourself and give us one fun fact about yourself. Hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, my name is Hannah Musette. Um, one fa- fun fact about myself is that I, I guess this could be fun. Um, I'm a YouTuber, content creator, um, a model, and um, one, like, I guess you could say hidden, hidden secret <laughs> about me is that um, I actually enjoy rapping and I'm terrible at it. Um, but like, it's always been my passion to join a music career, but then listening to myself after I've been like rapping is like, oh, this is not going to happen. <laughs> That's a no for me. I feel you on that. Okay. Also, the first question is, what are your relationship red flags? Do you have a checklist or do you just go with the flu? I'm very curious, like what you have for us. <laughs> um, I definitely do have a checklist mm-hmm. and this might sound ridiculous, but <laughs> I actually have a love list in my phone. Oh, I so, love that. Yes. So like I have all these kind of traits that I want in a person and um, personality wise. And if they don't match up to that, then I'm like, okay, you are not on my love list. Um, (laughs) so I also have like a mental list full of red flags, um, that kind of pertain towards that love list. So Mm. let's say I want a guy that, um, wants to travel around the world with me and, um, shows me his love languages in ways that I would give him, you know, like, kind of reciprocate love languages so Mm. with that my red flags are always mentally noted because um in a relationship you have to always look for the red flags Mm -hmm. you can't have people pointing them out for you because Mm -hmm. sometimes red flags are behind the scenes so Mm -hmm. some of my I love that I love that yes so some of my red flags would be someone that is controlling Mm-hmm. somebody that won't allow me to spend time with whoever I want to spend time with woman mm-hmm. or man or family or friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in relationships where it was a huge issue that I was hanging out with my family, you know? Oh, wow. So that was a huge red flag. I love that you just said um, red flags are behind the scenes because it's so true. I think sometimes you don't see it as this huge warning sign, but it's definitely something that is there. And it's kind of like patiently waiting for you to find it if you don't, if you're not um, attentive to it. So like you said, a controlling behavior is definitely something that is on my list as well. Or And it just really pertains to the need to put me down as well. Because, you know, you're telling me what to do, when and how to do it. 
And most of the time you're, you're trying to invalidate me and my feelings and, you know, really what's just happening around us. Um, a lot of the times it's so easy to spot that in someone just by like the questions they ask you as well. I know sometimes when I meet some, you know, Nigerian men, <laughs> they're usually trying to ask me like, do I love to cook? How often do I go back to like my village? You know, just things that kind of, you know, already shows the ideal woman they want. So someone that's kind of like a housewife and it's just there to take care of them and their kids, you know. And for me, that's not who I am. So that is definitely something that I'm always like really aware of. Like you just said, I am also the same way when it comes to not wanting to be the typical housewife type person. Mm -hmm. That is also a red flag to me because, you know, controlling kind of falls into that in a mm -hmm. way because in the typical like american household the man is the money maker the mom stays mm -hmm. at home and mm -hmm. so to me that's a little bit controlling because i don't want a man to like control how i spend my money or like manage my our money you know mm -hmm. um and it also just goes to show that it's also when it's also controlling because it's in the form that you're limited you're limited yeah. in what you can do exactly yeah and that always seeps into other different things it starts off with like just how you work before you know it's how you dress it's you know it's little things like that that definitely expand with time so what else do you have on your list <laughs> um another thing that i have on my list that's a red flag is mm -hmm. somebody that is trying to stop my bag okay mm. if, if if the person i'm dating does not like my work schedule my workflow mm -hmm. my hustle then we cannot be together because For sure to me that's like okay why would you complain about getting money you know mm -hmm. um what is your real motive behind that because in in my household and the people i surround myself with we should mm -hmm. always be getting money you know, mm -hmm. um, I did have a relationship where they, yeah, like they were not with anything that I really did. They were kind of, oh, wow. yeah, that girl, they were controlling. They didn't want me working. <laughs> I'm just, they're like, oh, I can take care of you. I'm like, no, I can take care of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think it's like, we can both take care of each other, but we should still be individuals, you know, and that's like so important. And I think that's really amazing that you said that because that for me is it, it goes into like that lack of respect mm -hmm. um, and it shows in the way you relate with me and my world and what I value as important or significant because if you come into my world and you see like oh Whitney has a very strong work ethic she has like serious goals that she wants to achieve in her life there's no reason for you to come into my life to try to stop that or to try to limit you know, my vision for myself, like you should be coming into my life for both of us to be growing and expanding. And, you know, when you come into someone's life to limit them, that it's a, that's a huge red flag for me. Exactly. And so I'm always careful, you know, about the types of people I keep around, you know, and relationship red flags, it's not just the romantic love that we all know um, and talk about. It's really in everything, like in relationships, like friendships, you know, family and friends just even strangers as well um or even like a work relationship like there's certain things that you know you see in people and you're just like nope yeah <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna have that around me exactly I think that 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 um lack of respect is really something that even goes into that controlling behavior because if you respect someone and 
their vision for themselves and you want to be part of their life to help them grow, there's no reason you should try to control that behavior to stop that bag. You know, you should be there to support them and to be that driving force that helps them reach that goal. So I love that you said that. Exactly. Because I also feel like, like you said earlier about people being individuals, but growing together. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that everybody should know when in a relationship in general, like mm-hmm. just, be, you should always find happiness in yourself. You should always work within yourself and what you need to do and come together mm-hmm. with your partner and grow. Mm-hmm. Your partner mm-hmm. isn't as it's not an, your partner is just an accessory at that point. Once you mm-hmm. are focused on what you want to do, um, living for yourself and it's not, it's not being selfish in a way, but it's just knowing that you two are two individuals and you should be treating each other as such, but also knowing that you guys are in a relationship. Um, so there's time to grow with, uh, with each other. Um, yeah. So many times you see people getting lost in a relationship mm-hmm. because they are thinking that their significant other is the world and they mm-hmm. get lost. I want to call it like love. They're, they're like in love but they're infatuated infatuated. and they're Mm -hmm. letting time go by and not really doing anything together and a lot of people say oh i'm in love um but no you're just infatuated and you really haven't gotten anything done within the relationship (laughs) yeah i think it's a delicate balance of finding that individualism um in yourself and being strong in yourself but also you know being open to having someone else that you can grow with so it's a balance of yes I'm an individual I have my own goals and also respecting that you're with someone and the two of you should have this communal um balance that you can both survive on so I think it's definitely um something that needs to be worked on and spoken about regularly and I think that even cuts into my my um, red flag which is that lack of communication and it's so important to have you know points where we can be open and honest and just express ourselves the best that we can because for me I love having these conversations that's the only way you know you know what the person needs from you and also what you need to provide for yourself because it's so easy to point at other people and be like, you're not giving me enough time. And sometimes it's like, okay, maybe you are demanding too much time. Maybe you need to find something um, to occupy your time with. And also to have that good balance because, you know, they have their own individual. They have their own um, goals that they're working on. So you too, you should have your own goals that you're working on. And I think, you know, that lack of communication is definitely something that I'm very quick to spot because I feel like with communication, it solves a lot of problems, or at least it solves a lot. Um, it stops a lot of problems from even starting because you're just open. And, you know, communication isn't easy. It's definitely not a simple, this is how I feel. Okay, this is how I feel. And this is how we solve it. But I think when you communicate, um, it gives that space for growth that two of you can both achieve as well as space for understanding um, and empathy. And I think, you know, communication is so important to me because without that, I almost feel like I'm talking to a blank wall Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I need like a deeper connection from you. I need to know like we are growing together and we're understanding each other in the process and loving each other in the process. Exactly. Um, Communication, especially healthy communication, is mm-hmm. essential like you're saying like in a relationship you cannot grow without it 
um, Mm -hmm. because it's needed. And that is also one of my red flags as well, because Mm -hmm. if somebody can't speak up about what's troubling them or somebody can't talk to you about, Mm -hmm. you know, like how their day is, how they're feeling, then Mm -hmm. that's a red flag because it's like you're holding all this inside. You're probably going to wait until I screw up and then you're going (laughs) to, you're going to like spew all this hate towards me. And I didn't even know, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I feel like it is essential to have that communication because Mm -hmm. to really be with somebody and wanting to learn them, you have to speak. You, you Mm -hmm. can't, um, you, and it's and it's like a good communication. Some people don't know yeah. how to communicate well with others. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes people only spew negative things out of their mouth. Um, but also, on the other hand, maybe some people just haven't learned. Some people come from families where, mm-hmm. you know, they're told, "No, you don't need to be speaking about this to this 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 person." And you know, mm-hmm. so it, it's also just kind of knowing and having empathy too towards others and. Mm-hmm. trying to um trying to work your way in there if that makes sense if you have the time for, for that sure. some people go in, <laughs> so, you know some people are on a dating scene on their eighth girlfriend or boyfriend and they're like i don't mm-hmm. have any time to waste if you're not on my love list you gotta go <laughs> i love that yeah but i think it depends you know like if you actually see the person as valuable enough to be patient to help them and for two of you to grow as well but that's definitely a valid point like we all call we all come from different backgrounds so the way we communicate is so different and I think that's why it's so important to have to continue that communication even through that difficulty and to find ways to break that wall so that you guys can definitely connect I love that for sure I think for me um you know communication ties into trust which is like you know, one thing that is so big for me and, you know, nothing breaks a bond quicker than lack of trust. And I think that goes into just being lied to, being deceived, being misled. And, you know, with communication, it's like you're trying to directly approach a topic and in that communication, if there isn't trust or if you're being lied to or if you're being misled or being deceived, it's almost like what is the point of, having these conversations if all you're going to do is just lie to my face. Exactly. So I think, you know, trust is, for me, it's huge because you need to be honest, as honest as you possibly can be. And I think sometimes it's also understanding, like, as humans, there's so many layers to certain conversations that can never be just a straightforward answer. And I think it's also you realizing, like, okay, this conversation we're having is a bit too complex for me to just answer in a straightforward way. Um, but I need your time and your patience and, you know, expressing that you're doing your best to communicate um, in the best way possible about how you feel. But also just being but also just being aware that, you know, your level of communication might not, you know, match the other person's level of communication. Mm-hmm. And so it might feel like it's misleading or deceiving or deceitful, but it's being aware of that I think sometimes you know even being in relationships also you being aware of yourself and the little ways that you're not the best person and being honest about that like oh I'm not I'm I can't just open up to you about certain conversations because it 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 unpacks a lot for me and I don't think 
maybe we're not at that stage of the relationship where I feel like I'm comfortable enough to share. Because I feel like sometimes I'm talking to some people and I, I can see them physically zone out. And, you know, once I spot that, it's like I stop trying to open up to you. I just give you like the surface level conversation like, oh, how's your day going? Oh, it's fine. You know, mm-hmm. but then there's someone else that I'm probably telling like, oh, my gosh, this is what happened to me, you know, going in there because I know they're listening. And so I think, you know, communication ties in with that trust for me because it's like, you know, how well are we expressing ourselves to each other and how well are we listening to each other? There are ways that we communicate that might be very deceitful or misleading. So it's us being aware of how how our communication limits that trust, that level of trust that we might have. Right, exactly. I wholeheartedly agree with you on that because it's like tying in with the trust thing. Um, I feel like, you you know, without trust, there is nothing. And mm-hmm. um, part of the relationship foundation, sounds like a charity, but no, like the foundation, <laughs> the foundation of your relationship it mm-hmm. needs to have trust. It needs to have growth. It needs to have compatibility. And without especially trust, it's just like, okay, is this person lying to me when they say how their day was? You're mm-hmm. left questioning yourself because it's like, what am I doing that's making them lie to me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like whoever you are talking to or trying to be in a relationship with or just family member in, and in general um, mm-hmm. what, yeah, once you start to see people aren't really interested in what you have to say, you need to mo- start moving on and, and figuring out like, okay, is this person really who I want to surround myself with? Because mm-hmm. if you're surrounding yourself with somebody, especially a significant other that doesn't mm-hmm. really care about what you're saying, that is a huge red flag because mm-hmm. that means they only care about themselves or mm-hmm. they just don't really, I don't know why they would be with you if they're not interested <laughs> in you because you know, I mean, right? Like, I need that energy. Like, yeah, babe, I missed you. Like, I'm. I want to hear about your day. Not someone that's gonna be like, oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> you know. So, there's all these different factors and different red flags that people have. I will say, 100 percent of the time, if your gut is telling you, yes, this is a red flag, treat it as so. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like to spend more time trying to get to the bottom of whether it is a red flag or not. And that's mm-hmm. just putting them deeper deeper in the hole emotionally, deeper in the mm-hmm. hole when it comes to the red flag. Um, a guy can cheat on you. And that is a huge red flag. Like, okay, he's not, <laughs> you know, he's not into me. And somebody will still stick around trying to, you know, decide, should I still stay with him? Ignoring the whole fact that he just did her wrong. So it's just like you have to weigh things out. Yes, emotions can get the best of us, but knowing Mm -hmm. um, our limits and knowing our worth comes in handy for the long run. For me, when you say that, I think it reminds me of just times when you're actually learning to to understand yourself as well. Because there are, you know, like I said in my intro, there are some red flags you learn along the way. There's some that you can quickly write on, like he has to be you know, faithful and, you know, all of that. And then there's some that you experience and you're like, oh, that's a red flag for me. I don't like that. So I think, you know, sometimes it's also you're trying to give yourself that patience to understand what is happening around you. But I think if you don't act quick enough or take this time to understand what is currently in front of you, it can actually take the best of you. So you're, 
you know, certain things happen and you're like, that's a red flag that I see, but this is like my first time experiencing it. So I don't understand if it's like a clear red flag or it's maybe my insecurity or, you know, something that I haven't learned um, for myself. And so you're in that relationship trying to understand it. But if you don't act quick enough, you know, you get to a point where it becomes like a blatant no and you should get mm-hmm. out. And hopefully, you know, you have enough time to get out without it being like something that really hurts you. So I love that you said that. Um, I think, you know, just to wrap up this conversation, what one advice would you give on red flags? One piece of advice that I would give to everybody regarding um, red flags is just to just to pay attention to them. Don't ignore them. And when somebody wants to show you their true colors pertaining to the red flags, let them show it. Because at the end of the day, if somebody wants to show you their true colors, you can't change that. You can only make best decisions for you and your judgment. Um, Mm -hmm. And also, if you're hearing people say, hey, like, are you sure that, you know, this is the relationship you want to be in? And for the reason X, Y, Z, listen to that, especially when close friends or relatives are telling you, hey, why is this happening within your relationship? You need to listen to them and hear them out. Because what I've learned too is that mothers especially will see the red flags before you do um, because people are so in love and they don't see the red flags. But people standing from the outside that are close to you most likely will. So it's just mm-hmm. about um, knowing your self-worth. Do you want to put yourself through any more situations where there's going to be a red flag presented to you? Um, also listening to your gut, if your gut is telling you leave, you need to leave somehow. You need to separate your, um, you need to cut the emotional ties somehow, figure it out at your own pace. And also it's just trying to keep yourself safe. Are you in a safe situation Mm -hmm. with this red flag? Is this red flag leaving you in a life or death situation? And if it is get out, you got to go, you got to skedaddle. Um, but yeah, overall, my advice is just to listen to your gut and, um, make your own best decisions and also just know your worth. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing this moment with me, Hannah. Like I've lo- I love this conversation we've just had. Um, so I will talk to you soon. Do you want to say bye to everyone? Yes. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I enjoyed speaking the truth and only the truth. <laughs> And yeah, thank you so much for talking to me about this. This is um, this is a topic that I'm really passionate about. So it was fun speaking to you about it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was such an insightful conversation. And to give just one more point on that, for me, a red flag that I seriously pay attention to is reliability. How do you manage your time? How do you prioritize our relationship? And for me, it's the most important one as well because my love language is quality time. I love to spend time with you to understand you. There's no way we can learn about each other and grow with each other if there isn't that time dedicated to the relationship. I think sometimes there's no way to see these red flags if you're not actually spending quality time together. And it's so important that you dedicate 
a good amount of time to this relationship that we're trying to build because that's the only way we can find out if we're actually a fit for each other it's so easy to look at someone and think oh yeah that he's tall he's dark he's handsome yes it's my type but then if you're not spending that quality time together how do you know that he respects you how do you know that he's not controlling how do you know that you can trust him and he's reliable and you know your level of communication with him is is good and honest i think for me red flags are so important because it's a great foundation in understanding what i need in a relationship and what serves to help us grow together and ignoring them has never led to anything fruitful and with time i've always learned how to quickly identify them and to move on before it's too late so i think with me red flags they're just something you should be constantly aware of and yes love is sweet and it's so easy to just sweep them under the rug but you have to remember like something that is a red flag now is definitely going to be a bigger issue in the long run thank you for listening i want to know your relationship red flags share your thoughts on this with me on instagram at my life so far podcast or you can leave me a voice note on the anchor app if you enjoyed this episode please leave me a review that would be amazing and i'll catch you in my next episode lots of love bye